Hello, listeners. Welcome to another ABB Solutions podcast. Mike Murphy here with a new topic that's a bit on the technical side dealing with motors. With me today is David Levy, technical sales for the Atlantic region for ABB. He comes to us from the great province of Nova Scotia, Canada. David, welcome. Uh, Thanks, Michael. It's nice to be here. Yeah, it's great having you on. I asked David to help me answer the question, is it a good idea to run a squirrel cage motor above its rated speed? So, David, real quick, there's a lot of motor terms that get tossed around, right? So can you first give us a real quick review on what a squirrel cage motor is? Sure. Squirrel cage or induction motor or even asynchronous uh, as a few terms for the same motor. Basically, it's the most common motor you're going to see in industry. It was developed in the late 1800s and uh, its name basically is given by its technology where the electrical current in the rotor of the motor uh, needs to be induced by the current that is supplied to the stator. So that's where the induction motor comes from, from the induction of the, of the rotor. Very common. They come in all kinds of different styles, from severe duty to wash down, general purpose, food safe, uh, all kinds of different options. Okay, great. I know there's just a lot of semantics being tossed around the industry. So some people uh, say induction, some people say squirrel cage. So thanks for, for clarifying. All right, so let's go over the speed torque curve. All your top tier motor manufacturers have it, uh, whether on their website, catalog. So can you walk us through what does the motor see like at startup? as it reaches operational speed? Sure. So at startup, you're going to have your locked rotor current. So basically when the uh, motor is energized, the load and the motor are at rest. So it's going to see what's called the locked rotor current. From there, you're going to go into your pull-up as the load starts to turn, fan, conveyor, whatever it happens to be. As the load starts to turn and the speed increases, so you're going to start to see a slight drop, and then it's going to be a bit of an increase in the current as the load is brought up to speed. And of course, from there, we can go to its breakdown torque or what the motor is able to produce for the load will stall. So a lot of times you're going to see that in the 200, 250% of the nominal torque of the motor. And then, of course, as the load comes up to speed, if it's not being overloaded, you know, if the load is matched to the motor correctly, you're going to drop down to your nominal rated, uh, rated torque for the motor. So that's, that's kind of the, the quick overview of it. Uh, did you have any more detail on that that you'd like? Or? No, no, that's great. Okay, so given the right application, we're going to hook this motor up to a VFD. So what impact does a motor see when it's, when it's now connected to a variable frequency drive? Okay, sure. So the VFD is going to add a lot of benefits to the motor. I guess the first thing and the most common thing is going to be you're going to be able to vary the speed. So if you've got an application that requires adjustment or production line, sometimes depending on the product, you may want to speed it up, slow it down. It's a very simple way to do that as opposed to, you know, before or without a VFD or to gearing changes, trying to adjust speeds of these applications. Also, a VFD is going to bring your power factor up to almost one. So that's going to help you on your energy bill. If you have a demand meter, that type of thing, it's going to bring that up. Also, besides the tuning and that, you also get a lot of analytics that you can bring back from the process whether it's hardwire or by communications. And just the ease on the motor, you don't get the inrush of currents that you're going to get across the line. So yeah, it's going to bring it up smooth. It's also going to help your your equipment that it's connected to. So it's not going to see the shock loading that, it's, that typically you would see with an across the line start. And the other option, of course, would be a soft start, which gives you some help on the, the initial startup and the shock. 
But the issue with a soft start is they can't vary the speed. They're just going to ramp it up to full speed. And also a soft start, you cannot develop full torque. That's the one real drawback between the two. So the drives definitely give you a lot of benefits. Okay. All right. Great. All right. So now for the big question, one that your LinkedIn post actually helped uh, help trigger. Can you overspeed a motor when it's on a VFD? Yes, you can definitely overspeed a motor on a VFD. Typically, most VFDs are going to be limited to 400 hertz. So you can overspeed from base of 60 to typically a limit of 400. Now, that's what the drive can do. Typically, the motor is not going to like that, unless it's specially designed. You know, we work with our engineering team. So typically, a motor will take the, the most common is a four-pole 1800 RPM motor. And being asynchronous, of course, not asynchronous, you're not going to see 1800 RPMs. You're going to see a bit of slip, which is you, we require to develop the torque in the motor. So you're typically going to see a few percentage difference. So your 1800 is going to be like a 1760 in that range, 1770 RPM. So we can go above base speed. There are some considerations that need to be taken in. So as we go above base speed, relationship between frequency and voltage is no longer linear. And once we go above that, we can produce more frequency, but we can't produce more voltage. The drive can only put out the voltage that it's taken in. So as we go above that, the torque is, has a direct relationship above base speed with the frequency, or sorry, with the voltage. Basically, as the farther you go above base speed, you're going to lose torque. So we need to be very careful on the application and on the sizing of the equipment, the drive and the motor, that we allow, if we know in advance, of course, if to allow for this speed increase and make sure that we have the current and power in the drive and the motor to go where we need to go above base speed. Okay. You said if motors were specially designed, can you give me some examples on, on what areas of, of the motor might be impacted when you start going above base speed? Sure. So the big thing, or I guess two main things that we would look at is I would work with a customer, ask them, you know, where do we need to go? What is the RPM that you're required to get to? Then we would go back to our product management team, the engineers at the factory and say, you know, this is the application, this is the motor power required. And then the big things that we would look at would be the bearings and the shaft material. So the bearings need to be able to accommodate that speed. So we would go to probably a higher quality bearing. And of course the shaft, once you go above base speed, you can get into resonance. So basically that's the deflection of the shaft material within the motor at speeds above what it was designed for. So we would go probably to a harder material, try to get rid of that deflection in the shaft. Okay. I have to ask, so typically motors are at, are at 1800 four pole. Mm -hmm. Instead of overspeeding a four pole motor, why not just move a customer to a two pole or a 3600 RPM and then slow it down? Uh, that is always an option. The difference being motors and drives basically are current rated and torque rated devices. So typically, if say you've got an application, you've got an 1800 RPM motor and you want to overspeed it, you would actually have to increase the horsepower of the motor because a four pole develops more torque than a two pole. So 1800 develops more torque than a 36. So it's not just a simple change frame for frame. So you get into a larger frame motor, develop the same amount of torque. So it, it is an option, but it takes considerations as well. Okay. All right. Good, good. And can you give me an example of the types of applications that you've witnessed where you've needed 
to work with customers to overspeed them over? A lot of the main ones that are used that aren't an afterthought would be in a winding situation. So if you have a winder in pulp and paper, pulp and paper would be one with a, any winding application, which are in in other applications as well. So you've got one large drum, one small drum, and they're going from one to the other. You get into what's called constant horsepower. So basically, there's not a lot of torque required in those applications, but there is a very significant need for quite a large overspeed. So those ones are developed, you know, we know what's going on and their systems are designed for them. Where I see a lot of this, and we need to take into considerations, is afterthought. So if you get an application where the conveyor needs to go faster than we thought, or the fan needs to go faster than we thought, so then we really need to look at the considerations of the sizing of the motor and the drive to make sure we can move into those higher speeds. Constant torque application is actually somewhat easier because the load is the same. So it's a a little easier. We can calculate it. The one that takes even more consideration are, are centrifugal pumps and fans, where when we increase the speed, we also increase the torque at a cube. So uh, it's quite significant. So we have to be very careful how much we overspeed and do the motor and drive have the, have the capability of providing the torque required. Okay, perfect. I think that's a great place to stop. Hey, David, thanks so much for speaking with me on this. I'm sure our listeners got something out of it. I, I know I sure did. Remember, if you have any questions about ABB or Bowder Reliance Motors, contact your local sales representative like David or visit us at www.abb.com. Then under that products tab, choose motors and generators. Please keep tuning in to the ABB Solutions podcast in your favorite browser or app. Thanks and have a great day.